Entérate de lo que pasa en el mundo. Branch out. Toma en serio tus comedias. Búrlate de tus tristezas. Why? Ya. Descubre tu ciudad. Walk con chorizo. Conoce a su gente. Take a freaking chill pill. Oh, baby Jesus, why? Botanea. Alimenta tus dendritas. Why? Google it. Get milk wasted. La Rosa de Guadalupe. Hashtag, let's talk about sex. Why? Cosita. Este es el rumor de la ciudad. Hello everyone. Hello baby. Hi Nubia. Digo, hi Diali. Wrong side. Yeah, hi Nubia. Hi Nubia. Introduce like, yourself please Diali. Diali. Hi. My left. Well, my name is Chica B. Thank you very much. Y yo soy Chica B. And I am Ion Sin Planeta and this is one recording of your Philosophia's Light podcast. For Does it have a name? Philo podcast. Philo, Philocast? Philocast? You don't listen to the podcast, do you? I do. <laughs> no, no, I do. Do you guys like Philo podcast or Philocast? Like you say. Philocast. Cast Philo. <laughs> Cast Philo? Okay, we're don't rambling. Know. So, today's show, podcast, tertulia, or whatever you want to call it, will touch the following subjects. Objects. Oh, objects. <laughs> What objects will it touch? Uh, I, don't I don't know. I mean, depending where you that. are. My brain. Anyway. <laughs> okay, so uh, in tonight's or today's or this morning show. <laughs> <laughs> depending on where you act, when yes. you access it. If you're in Tokyo. Uh, oh, shit. Good morning. Well, well, first, the song that you just heard is uh, Monedita by La Santa Cecilia. Woo -woo. La Santa yeah. Cecilia was here in Phoenix about two years ago. Yes? No, like yeah, two like, weeks ago. Oh, yeah. Two, they two were weeks at the ago. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> two years ago. They were last. Uh, last week here and unfortunately we couldn't uh, I couldn't make, make it, it yeah. but I know that there's people that went and you know they had fun the meme didn't do a good job at pr promoting it that's what happened yeah I'm just saying <laughs> meme if you're All listening right. yeah <laughs> I'm gonna ¿Quién es ese meme? <laughs> Quiero hablar con mí. No, en serio, pero I think it's a good point to touch on Porque llaman dos bandas que traen Que fue la Santa Cecilia y, y luego Carla. trajeron también a Carla Morrison Y no les dieron buena promoción Entonces, ¿cuál es el chiste que los traigan? Si la gente no sabe que los trae, hello Yeah, well, I don't know I have an interview with Moises Who has, has a really cool project uh, I'm not going to tell you the name But listen to it, it's a magazine That is really cool So it's a publication? Mm, yeah Okay Both magazine, online, and actual paper Noobs. Paper, paper. Yo les traigo una entrevista con Kaja Brown from Radio Phoenix porque este fin de semana nos, nos fuimos a un foro de medios alternativos e independientes. We were panelists in it. Thank you very much for the invite for the or uh, to the organizers. Shout out y conocimos... to Rachel, Amalia, Victor, and Martin. Uh -huh. Conocimos a gente bien chida en el foro y les, trajimos, les traemos algunas entrevistas de algunos de los medios independientes que hay aquí en Phoenix so that you guys can know about them, support them, yep. read them, listen to them, and support local and alternative media. Are you the movie I'm going to talk about is uh, Now You See Me. It's a blockbuster now, I, I think by now. It's a really cool movie, cool effects, uh, and uh, it reminded me of David Copperfield. So that's <laughs> what it does to your brain, like your child says, oh, really? The Statue of Liberty just disappeared? <laughs> but, I mean, aside from that, you can see the, the aces under the sleeves. I have that, and then I have a interview with Nick Walenda, and this guy is awesome. He's gonna go across the uh, Grand Canyon on a wire. He's wanna, he's gonna walk on a wire. Like no for, way. Yeah, 1,300 feet, and he's 1,500 feet high. Hold so him. there's gonna be wind, all kinds of shit. 
How long or how much is 1,300 feet? Or how, like a mile? Feet. It's a splat. <laughs> that's, that's how high. What is it? That's, no. <laughs> that's, I measure it like that. No, I'm talking about... That's what it is. Any, any saludos. Any saludos. Any, 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 any shoutouts, guys? I have one. Ashley Macias had her gone away party on Saturday. She's going to LA for a few months. I think she said for the summer. Ah, okay. But, you know, she's <laughs> okay. leaving, so she's going to experience other things. And she's an artist, by the way, so... She's really cool. She's going to nurture that artist. Nest. Artist nest? <laughs> yeah. Good luck, Ashley. Don't forget us and come back. No, we... <laughs> I don't know if I have any shout-outs this week, aside from the people, no, actually, yes. Well, to all the people that showed up at the forum um, this weekend and el foro de medios alternativos. Yeah, eh, everyone. Thank you for supporting. La verdad que este tipo de eventos son los que se necesitan en Phoenix. And I want to say congratulations to my cousin, Silvia, que se graduó. So, awesomeness. I'm so excited for you. Okay, so that's it. Or do we keep it rolling? Because I can row. So what's up guys, uh, we're going to talk about this movie Now You See Me, uh, which is, I guess it was last week's um, high ex expectation movie. So we're going to talk about it. Um, have you guys, have you guys seen it? Yep. Have you seen it? Yeah, you know yeah, what it's about? I really see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I explain it to you? Yeah. Just kidding, no, I'm not. Explain it. It's about these four magicians that got chosen by an eye, by, like, I mean, by this amazing ma magician that nobody knows. So they have to do this whole plot to be able to get into this group of awesome people or magicians. <laughs> the, the four horsemen, Yeah, right? the four, the, well, they are the four horsemen. But they do all sorts of things, like robbing banks and things like that. It's pretty good. Pretty good. I mean, and James Franco, well... Dave Franco. Dave Franco yes. and Mark Ruffalo. Damn. Mark Ruffalo, there, Morgan Freeman, Isla Fisher, uh, Woody Harlinson, Michael Caine as Love well. There, Woody well, Harlinson. Yeah, the the thing is, I think that the movie, precisely what I said before, it starts, it gives you that this impression of like you're gonna, you're about to watch this magic trick. Yeah. And since the beginning, that's what they do. It's almost like a like a sixth sense kind of movie in that in the in the sense that they leave you clues. They're not as well hidden as uh, the sixth sense. But that's what it does. It gives you clues, and then at the end, you're like, "Oh, okay, I get it." Uh, so it creates this smoke screen of things, uh, and it brings back the like how the the um, illusionism or the the sorcery. But it, it is sort kind of yeah. a, a sorcery. But not only in the things in the stunts that uh, they show at the movie, but it's the 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 message that they send with that it even transcends the the screen what's the message that you it. say what's the filmmaking since its beginning has been that it's 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 something that is people thought it was magic that's mm. why like there's that scene with a train people just started running away from it because they thought that it was that <laughs> so in the sense cinema is a, a sort of sorcery so the movie ex exploits that to the, to the fullest with like production values like visual effects and sound and stuff like that so it's almost like you're also being part of that that big trick that yeah. they like you're yeah. you yourself are an spectator of the in big their trick. show on mm -hmm. their show at the end i was like man i wish but this was not real. only that <laughs> it's almost like they they enchant you as well yeah. as an audience it, it's it's like a snake charmer all of them that's what they do all the cast 
are snake charmers. So that's why you're in it in the movie and then you actually believe it. I mean, there are some parts that you say, oh, yeah, it's bullshit. But yeah, you do you do, really you do okay. that with, with a lot of movies and, you know, people are going to criticize and he's going to hate. You know one thing I didn't like about <laughs> Potatoes are going to potate. The potatoes are going to potate. <laughs> one thing I didn't like about the movie, about, <laughs> is <A> that... <laughs> are you becoming Scottish now? Or from Canada. Anyways. Uh, no, one thing I didn't like about it is that they... You know the characters, right? You know the four magicians. No, I can't even say that. Los, cua magicians. los cuatro magos, pues, de la madre. Sí. But you really don't know anything about them. Like, you really don't know how they... Like, if they knew... Well, they some of them knew each other they from before. They all did, sort of. Well, like they give they, you, like, a very brief exposition like, of each one of you the characters. Have, but right. But you don't know anything about them. Like, you don't know their... I don't know. I don't want to say personality, but, like, where they come from from or did yeah, they don't have why they were doing why they wanted so badly to be part of that group or whatever you know that's what i didn't like about and it. actually that's that's completely it works for the movie because it's unnecessary you don't even need to know where they've learned i mean that no they i don't make... want to know where they learned that's what from. i was going to ask you did you need that information mm -hmm. no i don't need to know where they learned it from or why they became magicians i don't want to know that i just wanted to have a more of a um relationship with that with those characters because i felt like i only saw them when i was part of of the ex like mm -hmm. the, what was it? The yeah, when I was there, that's it. I didn't know anything about. It. I was just following Mark Ruffalo everywhere, <laughs> but I wasn't like <laughs> I didn't know them. So I mean, maybe maybe it doesn't change anything, but I think it, I would have liked to see that more. It does have one of the most interesting uh, twists, quote unquote, oh. <laughs> that I've seen in a while. Not a while. Like this year, at least unexpected because you didn't expect Dude. it. And you're really good at figuring out movies. Yeah, and this one I didn't. I, I didn't like... smell it because I can. Sometimes I can smell it like for like 20 minutes into the movie. Yeah. But this one, it was like, oh, okay. I got, I got excited. So you know when that's... you see, when you say like, oh, because like, I was it might, totally. It might be this person. It might be that. But you never like. Yeah. I was, I was aiming for the smooth talker, but it wasn't him. <laughs> Uh, it was closer. So that's the premise of the movie, that the, the closer that you talking. are, the less you see. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. But uh, I think it's an awesome movie. Do you guys think there's going to be a second one? No, mm, I don't I think hope so. not. I think that, you know, <laughs> they should leave it there. The movie was directed by this French guy, um, Louis Leterrier. Ah. <laughs> Luis. Luis Leterrier. Oh, ok. Pero es que suena en español así medio. Leterrier. Sí, no sabe a capuchino. <laughs> Dude, that French What? girl was pretty hot. Yes. All French girls are pretty hot. What? I was telling Ayo, I was like, do all French girls have very distinctive and beautiful lips? Oh, yeah. Her lips were like fucking perfect. Yeah, it's kind of weird. They do have, but it's. I like I her, think how it's... she spoke English. I really like that accent. Uh, Well, yeah, and, and that's actually the only girl that I didn't mention in the movie, which is in my <laughs> movie review. It's. Funny. Oh, did you guys know? Did All you right. did you guys know that um, what's the name of the girl? The la de Peri Roja, ¿cómo se llama? Isla Fisher. Fisher girl that that she did her own stunts and everything. Oh, really? Yeah. Like inside the. Um... Yeah. Okay. It was cool well, because let's not she's tell cool. everybody. Yeah, they're. they're I, I think they're no. all cool and they were sharp in the in the movie. It like, was just an interesting part because she was. It was an interview with NPR and she was saying how she almost died for Dang. real, for on the like on the for real. So um, the premise of the movie is that. The, you have these four magicians that pull out this awesome, beautiful, and super elaborate stunt, 
to deprive the poor one percenters uh, presenters of the world uh, of their capital that's basically what they do they steal rich people so it has a commentary on on that too the like the occupy movement and yeah. and um, anonymous as well because they're one step ahead that was a lot, another line in the movie it was rule number one be always uh, the, smarter group, be, the, the, smarter. the smartest man in the room so so do you recommend the movie i do completely it's awesome yeah it was but it's a perfect. movie you should definitely see at the movie theater and not wait yeah to to rent it or whatever yeah. because it's it has really cool effects it's definitely that you worth watch. it so there's like uh theaters that they charge like five dollars before before it, a certain time or uh, there's a discount so uh, look for them too like look for discounts all right see ya peace Hello, my name is uh, Moses Fidel. I publish a magazine called Pages Per Content. We are a arts and culture-based magazine at the moment. We publish poetry, stories, artwork. We promote shows, promote poetry slams, and just poetry readings. Currently, we are working on a project to share all of the videos from the valley, all the video production, vid visual media, uh, running visual media. We feel that the music video, you know, the music videos in the valley are not being shown enough. We don't have the kind of media to spread that. We don't have anything to show off the documentaries in a public s setting. Every time that they've been in a public setting, they've been really restricted. So we we're trying to create a live flow of information that is non-biased and not for just one person, but for everybody to enjoy. That's, that's what we're all about, is publishing multiple forms of information, multiple forms of artwork together. No running theme except the theme of free thought. So when did you start this project? How long ago? Uh, I started in on July 4th, 2011. So we're about to reach the two-year point. And we've, we've cut off printing physical magazines until July 21st of 2013. Okay. So everything's online right now? Yeah, it, it, uh, the last physical copy was published in December I'd say oh, okay. so we took a little break to do nothing but uh, just do some shows mm -hmm. to network really well build up a good site right now we're running off of WordPress but we're about to we're gonna launch the new site on July 4th 2013 as like celebration for the two-year mark and then after that the physical copies will resume so where can people go? What's the website or how they can they can find this uh, magazine? Uh, you can just go to pagespercontent.com or find it on Facebook, Pages Per Content. So can people participate? Can they just write their own stories or is it like community or just like you have your own writers and editors and things like that? Uh, it's open to the community. We don't we don't have any restricted uh, writers or anything. Okay. So we even yeah. have uh, some submissions from uh, overseas. So it's our goal is to be for the community that is the world world but based in, in each community in which the uh, the branch is founded so we're going to start multiple branches in different states different countries eventually you know that's the goal we're still phoenix based and we, we uh, when it comes to advocacy and activism we like to focus on the issues that are happening here Phoenix. On Tuesday, the Hispanic Caucus held a press conference to demand Sheriff Joe Arpaio's resignation. This in light of the recent setback of the Rico Arpaio campaign. This campaign failed to collect the necessary signatures for a Rico election to vote for a Maricopa County Sheriff. Arizona. Los resultados de un estudio indican que Arizona es uno de los estados de la nación que gasta menos dinero por estudiante. El reporte dice que Arizona paga en promedio $7,666 por estudiante, 
cantidad que es menor al promedio nacional de 10 mil dólares. United States. Federal student loan interest rates set to double July 1st and the Senate failed Tuesday to get enough votes to take up a bill to extend low rates for another year. If Congress doesn't act by July 1st, more than 7 million undergraduates taking out federal sub subsidized loans to cover next year's tuition will have to dig deeper in their pockets to pay them off. Mundo. La policía de Istanbul, ciudad capital de Turquía, ha utilizado gases lacrimógenos y cañones de agua en contra de protestantes en la quinta noche de demostraciones antigobierno. Las protestas por la demolición de un parque de esa ciudad han escalado a días de conflicto en todo el país. In space, a large number of planets found by NASA's Kepler Space Telescope are probably significantly larger than scientists estimated. The telescope has spotted more than 2,700 potential planets planets since its launch in 2009. The researchers made detailed follow-up observations of 300 of the stars Kepler found likely to be harboring. We are here with Kaja Brown, and he's going to make sure to correct me on the way to pronounce his first name. Um, he is the general manager of Radio Phoenix, and we just want to hear a little bit more about what that is and how people can actually be more engaged in it. Radio Phoenix is a 24-7 online community-based radio station. Um, community radio is basically a form of radio where uh, the citizens of a community basically run the station, program the station, make the decisions about the station, and use it as a way to really bring the community together or to reflect the realities or the diversity of a community. What type of programming do you guys have? Um, we have a diversity of programming, including arts programming, cultural programming, news, information, talk, music. I mean, anything that you would hear on another radio station, those types of programs we have, but we tend to bring them all together. So you might hear, for instance, a talk show before a blues show, or you might hear a string of blues and jazz shows on, on Thursday night, and then the following night you'll hear arts and cultural programs. So it's, um, it's sort of like a, a hybrid, a hodgepodge of different things, but it's, it's designed to um, reflect the diversity and the, the voids that you don't get in local radio. And how can people get involved? Is there, I know you guys have like a volunteer program and things like that. Um, actually, the first step to volunteering would be to attend one of our orientations. Our next orientation is going to be June 16th. If you send an email to victor, V-I-C-T-O-R, at A-Z-C-M-F.org, um, Victor is going to be coordinating that. You can also call him at 480-829-5746, but that would be the first step. And then in general, you just go through the volunteer training, and um, you can help out with whatever. I mean, depending on what your interests are. Some people come to us, they want to do a radio show, and we train them through you know, that process. Some people don't want to do a show, but they really like music, and they want to help us review music or help us get labels to send us stuff so they work on that so I mean um, and other people really like marketing and really like going out and you know representing us in the community at events like this and so we send them out and let them do that so how was it the process of you deciding that this was something that you wanted to do and not you know let's say the uh, Petronas uh, Towers Tower. in Malaysia yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and probably, I don't know, seven or eight years old when we saw the Grand Canyon 
Union for the first time, I thought, you know, that's where I want to walk. You know, Petronas Towers is on that list, but again, Grand Canyon is something that, um, I think Petronas Towers is something that is, I don't want to say easy to get permission to do, but I think it would be easier to get permission. I like the challenge of having to go uh, and get permission to walk over something that's a piece of natural history that's been around for a long time, and the Grand Canyon is definitely one of those. We all know the uh, the stunts from uh, Philippe Petit, um, especially the one with, uh, you know, World Trade Center, World Trade Center. Uh, in, in 1974. How do you prepare for something that is as mentally as excruciating as well as physically for something like that? Uh, it's probably more mental than it is physical, especially in my life. You know, I started walking a wire at the age of two. So walking a wire comes very natural to me at this point. However, it is an extremely mental thing when you're up above a gorge 1,500 feet above the water. Uh, there's a lot of mental preparation. And really it starts, uh, you know, years in, years in the making. I will start placing myself. I'll find a location uh, where I'll be walking, and we've been working on it ever since. But I'll start to, I'll just sit there for hours on end looking over and visualizing myself walking across, making it successfully, facing the challenges that are out there. And really uh, a lot of it is mental prep, and a lot of it is meditation leading up to it. Uh, and that is a very, very important factor uh, to what I do. How far are you walking? And then the other one, you said you had other plans uh, uh, to do some uh, walking on a wire. Would you consider any place in South America? And if you would, which one would it be? Well, um, the distance for the actual walk is about 1,400 feet. Uh, that's the distance across that I'll be walking. Uh, we had to find an area that was, that was very friendly for TV. You know, when I do these walks, um, it's very important that there are no commercial breaks whatsoever. And in order to do a walk without a commercial break, it can only be so long. So we have to keep it within about 30-minute time zone, time frame. Um, and, you know, there are places in, in uh, definitely all over the world. You know, any, any natural landmark, you know, there's some amazing waterfalls uh, in Brazil that I would love to walk over. There are, you know, Machu Picchu. There's so many different places that I want to walk. Uh, you know, even outside of South America, the pyramids in Egypt are another one that I'd like to do. Um, so there's many, many. And, uh, you know, there's, again, as, I, as, as I'm watching TV, I'll watch, you know, TV specials on South America. And I'll go, yeah, that would be an amazing walk. You, you mentioned that the first time that you, you did a walk was at 13. When you do your walks, is that the first moment that comes into your mind or your mind is just blank? I, I, I wanted, wanted to picture if you, if you have that same moment, that same feeling when you're stepping on the wire. Well, yes. I mean, every walk, no matter 10 feet off the ground or 1,000 feet off the ground or in this distance, 15 feet off the, or 1,500 feet off the ground, it's all the same. It is all dangerous. You can get injured seriously or killed even from 10 feet off the ground. So I have to take them all the same. So, um, yeah, every walk is the same. When I step, the first step is the hardest step. And once I step, I'm committed. So there's no turning back. Um, so there is a lot of mental preparation leading up to it. But really, the, the um, my mental state at that time is probably the same. I know this is dangerous. I know that I've trained very hard for this. And I know that I, I can successfully complete this walk. 
Y para los eventos de este fin de semana, el viernes se pueden ir a una galería que está muy padre. Benji Sacoya y Ashley Macías, que es la chava a la que le estábamos mandando saludos al principio del programa. Right we love her. We love you again. Pero ellos tienen una exhibición que se llama Poetic Topography, topografía poética. Oh my God, that's cool. I know. Y la tienen en la galería slash studio slash coffee shop que se llama The Hive y es una de las de las de las galerías de la 16 calle from the 16th street I've never project been there, actually. and I haven't either and I think it, this Friday would be a good time to go because yeah. it's first Friday so a bunch of things are going to be happening and this is one of them the actual gallery is open um, Wednesday through Saturday until June 19th así que si no pueden ir este fin de semana pues se pueden ir en, en otro, uh, otro día tienen dos semanas para visitar la, la exhibición y va, está abierta usualmente de las 11 de la mañana a las 6 de la tarde pero este, este viernes como es First Friday va a estar abierto de 7 a 10 de la tarde y no tienen que noche. pagar sí, a 10 de la noche, perdón, no tienen que pagar eh, pueden entrar eh, echarse un cafecito, ver las cosas que, que tienen por ahí y pues aparte el arte padrísimo de estos dos artistas que la verdad los dos son muy buenos, yo he visto la, el, las cosas de Benji yeah. en otros lugares donde, donde, donde las tiene y la verdad que están muy padres y de Ashley no se diga <laughs> again I know el sábado this is a really cool event that I actually didn't know about it's called second Saturday sidewalk sale and What? that is on Roosevelt Row so all the shops in, in Roosevelt Row and restaurants and art spaces they take their stuff um, outside. outside yeah <laughs> and you can you can Uh, go and check them all out. That's so much fun. I know. It's hot, but the good thing is that it's open the whole day. Um, está abierto de las 10 de la mañana a las 8 de la noche, así que ya cuando se mete el solicito. Yeah. Como at, like, at 7.59. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> When the sun goes down. Yeah. Pueden ir a darse una vuelta por allá. Eh, Roosevelt Row usualmente es como de las 7 calle. calle a las 7 avenida, más o menos. It's, it's a big span, quite a mm -hmm. chunk of the, of the street. Es gratis porque está en la calle, así que si tienen ganas de hacer algo diferente, pues eso es una muy buena opción. Eh, para el domingo fíjense que Bar Smith está, está teniendo una nueva noche, se llama Four Play Sundays, go figure. Four Play. Mm -hmm. <laughs> And Bar Smith is, a, is a, one of the clubs in downtown uh, Phoenix that are actually really freaking awesome. Like you're, They're if, fun. If you go there, oh, you're gonna fun. have a good time. We usually go on Saturdays and there's a really good time, um, solstice, but they're, they're having this new night, um, Four Play Sunday, so okay. it sounds like it's gonna be a good time. Eh, van a tener a ocho DJs, van a estar abiertos en los dos pisos, porque ves que el bar uh -huh. tiene dos pisos, uh, doors open well not doors open, but you can go in there starting at 9pm, and obviously it'll go until close um, it says no cover, but really that has bit me in the ass before, so even though it Please says no cover, take 10 bucks <laughs> take 10 bucks, so you don't have to go to the ATM Barsmith is at 130 East Washington Street, is right by Sky Lounge, by Monarch Theater too, by the US Airways, by the US well, but a little bit, in front of it, kind of Yeah. yeah. So go check Around them out. There. These are actually pretty cool events to check out this weekend. Uh, so yeah, hit it up. Bonito tu cochecito, no te pesa en la conciencia. Brillante tu anillito, te pasaste de la cuenta.